0: Hi there, everyone. Welcome to Greenlight Reviews, where we talk about the movies. My name is Les Roberts.
1: And I'm Ann Elder.
0: Today, Anne, we are going to discuss a sequel to a movie made more than 35 years ago called Blade Runner. Today, it's Blade Runner 2049, which is the year in which it is supposed to take place. Uh Uh-huh. It stars Ryan Gosling as K, the letter K. He is a replicant. He is an android, whatever you want to call him. He works as a Blade Runner, and what a Blade Runner does for a living is to hunt down and quote-unquote retire older replicants who have outlived their usefulness. Of course, that is basically what Kay is supposed to do. Here he does it for two hours and 45 minutes. (laughs) This is a this is a long movie. I agree.
1: This movie takes a lot
0: of patience. Let me talk about what I liked about it the most. Okay. I loved the music.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I thought the music was very scary, very suspenseful. Doesn't sound like it, but it reminded me of the same use of music in the film Jaws. Cuz when you heard that music, you think, "Uh-oh. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Something right. bad's going to happen." That's right. So, Kay goes off, and he, he begins by killing one of these people, or retiring one of these people. And he doesn't have much emotion about it because, of course, he is not a human being. He is a replicant. So I found it a little bit difficult to care what he did.
1: Exactly. I agree with you.
0: And I didn't care about it for two hours and 45 minutes. The film is, is very well directed, I think.
1: Oh, it's a stunning movie.
0: Yeah. Denis Villeneuve is the the director, and he does a terrific job. And the screenplay is by Hampton Fancher, among other people. I think there are good things about it. It is based, by the way, of characters from the novel Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep by Philip K. Dick. Right. And, of course, we remember this film from long, long ago, starring... Harrison Ford as...
1: Well, he was the Deckard.
0: Deckard, Rick Deckard. He was the Blade Runner in, in the original movie. We mentioned that because...
1: Well, what I think is interesting is that both Ryan Gosling and Harrison Ford carry stoicism and expressionless performance for, two, for an entire film... I've never seen anything like this. It was almost impossible for me to get into this film because of the melancholy look, the hangdog, sad-eyed presence of Ryan Gosling's character. We get to see this character, Kay, in a number of sequences. We find out, of course, that he leads a very lonely existence. And in fact, the only bright spot in his grim, dreary, dystopian, android, Blade Runner life is a virtual reality girlfriend that he hangs out with in his apartment. Her name is Joy. And Joy reminds me of the character in the movie She, in that Joy is there, but only when the image calls for her to show up. Right. There is one fascinating moment in the movie. Uh, I shouldn't say one. There are many fascinating moments, but one that stands out for me was when a a woman of the evening shows up at uh, Kay's doorstep at the apartment. Both Joy, the virtual reality girlfriend, and this prostitute become one magically through CGI on the screen. In other words, their images fold up into each other. Right. Their arms become each other's arms. And it's, it's almost uh, balletic rather than erotic. In fact, much of this movie is absolutely CGI to the max. Oh, yeah. I think that the imagery, the cinematography, the creative concepts, the surreal images— They're breathtaking, they're mind-boggling, they're jaw-dropping. And so much of that has to come from the imagination of this brilliant director, Denise Villanueva. I just think he does a splendid job of presenting the material.
0: I think that looking back on the last several years, I don't think I have seen a film with the special effects this good.
1: There are some that come close. Inception comes close. Sure. We've seen some others that Doctor are— Dr.
0: Strange, you have a lot of them.
1: Yes, exactly right. But I want to get back to the journey that Kay takes us on for the two and a half hours exactly. that we are with him. We meet a lot of oddball characters in this journey that he's on. One of them is uh, his boss— his immediate boss, I should say, played by Robin Wright. Yes. She's also a replicant. She's very steely. She has a gaze that is laser-ridden. Their exchange is one of the most intriguing in the movie because it's at this point in the film where Kay, played by Ryan Gosling, says to Robin Wright's character, do replicants have souls? And... She answers, no, they do not. And I felt like that this was the big glaring error in the movie. The movie has no soul. Right,
0: right.
1: And so it's difficult to spend two hours and 43 minutes with characters that are essentially without any emotions, without anything that you can relate to as far as human beings are concerned. They just don't exist in these people. There is another sequence, and I'm sure you'll recall this one, where Kay goes to find and talk to a woman who creates memories for replicants. Right. She's uh, unfortunately has to live in a glass house for sterilizing reasons and so on. And he finds out what memories mean and how they can be part of the replicant's life. But they are being withheld from most of these replicants. And that's one of the frustrations that the character Kay has in the movie. Right. One of them. It's not much, but at least it's something.
0: Right. Now, we ought to mention that the big boss who controls this whole thing is Niander Wallace, played yes. by Jared Leto, who won an Oscar a couple of years ago for Dallas Buyers Club.
1: Right. Uh-huh. He's a
0: wonderful actor, but he is very much wasted in, in this film. Well,
1: thank—it's merciful that his scenes are, are short. Yes. <laughs>
0: also, another excellent actor, Edward James Almas, who is hard even to recognize, again, a very small role. And Sean Young is also in the film. Mm-hmm. But I suppose we have to get to the big reveal about three-quarters of the way through when Kay finally discovers— the old Blade Runner mm-hmm. Rick Deckard played by Harrison Ford. Yes. Uh, again. By the way, Harrison Ford has now played several Indiana Joneses. Right. He's played exactly. several hand solos and now he's played two Rick Deckards. I mean, give me a break. <laughs> right. But they meet and they have a fist fight, a long fist fight, where they are just knocking the stuffing out of each other. It was very hard for me to believe that. 35-year-old Ryan Gosling and 75-year-old Harrison Ford are having an even fistfight.
1: I wouldn't call it even, Stephen, that's for sure. Right. The other character in Blade Runner that plays a significant role here is the city of Los Angeles and its environs, including San Diego. The way that it's pictured, it's really a prominent character. Right. I said it earlier in this story. It's not a totally flattering picture, but it's certainly more interesting than the dystopian landscapes that we see in movies that are placed in the near future. Right, This Los Angeles has mega skyscrapers, wild gardens, and these towering holograms that are projected over the people that are walking in the streets of L.A., and these holograms advertise everything from junk food to freewheeling sex and entertainment. Those are absolutely stupendous images. We haven't seen anything like that on the screen. At least I haven't. I think that, again, they come from the incredible, fertile mind of uh, Dennis Villanueva, who is truly an artist.
0: He really is, and he's done a great job of this, especially if you're a sci-fi fan. Yes. This is a film you really need to see.
1: Exactly right. Like you, I couldn't wait for Kay to finally meet Rick Deckard. But by the time they finally got together and they were having that fistfight that you mentioned, I wanted to retire the both of them. Uh, I was really (laughs) exhausted. So for me, let me wrap this up and say in my summary that for me, Blade Runner is by turns meandering. Alluring, breathtaking, boring, exasperating, inane, intolerable, incohesive, and gorgeous. But really what it isn't is a masterpiece. And it could have been. And it should have been.
0: You're absolutely right. And I was frankly very disappointed with this film. Despite the fact that I agree with you, I was stunned. I was bowled over by what I was looking at. What you really need in any film, I don't care what kind of film it is, whether it's a comedy or a tragedy or an adventure, you have to care about these characters. I agree. They have no emotion, so why are we supposed to have emotion yeah, about You can't
1: it? get invested in something that isn't there up on the screen. Right. Now, do I think that sci-fi addicts and fans should rent this movie? You bet. It's just brilliant to look at. For the sci-fi fan out there, it's a green light. But honestly, for me, it's a yellow light. And I can't give it anything more than that for all the reasons that we've said. And I do want to add this. When you rent this movie, Blade Runner 2049... Be sure to have your PJs on because believe me, you're going to want to take a nap midway.
0: You caught me. I did take a nap midway.
1: But you didn't have your PJs on in the theater. I certainly did not.
0: I certainly did not. I think that a lot of people who were sitting in the theater with me, and there were about 30 people in there, I saw it in the afternoon, Uh were up for Popcorn, up for a potty break, whatever it is. Right. I kept running out into the lobby, which I did not do for a change. I don't think there was enough in this movie to get you emotionally involved. Correct. And that's what a great that's movie is. Good point. So, because of the amazing music, because of the mind-blowing special effects, I'm giving it a yellow light also.
1: Okay. We agree on this one.
0: Absolutely we do. Two Yellow Lights for Blade Runner 2049. Okay, we're going to come back and talk about another film very, very soon. We hope that you come with us. Until that time, I'm Les Roberts.
1: And I'm Ann Elder.
0: And Greenlight Reviews hopes that the next time you feel this amazing urge to go out and kill some replicants...